It is an any day today. It's just a day. It's just it's, a day. Yeah, this is we're, we're going to bring not very, cold, not hot. No, neither. It's okay. just we're, it's a very general idea here. How comfortable are you having experienced this podcast? How comfortable are you with spying? Spying, um, yeah, pretty comfortable. I think I think I know a few things. Yeah, but I mean, generally, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about the fact that there are people in our society that are watching us? Uh, I don't know about that. Look, uh, yes, yeah, safer, safer. I think uh, I think when we think about the world as it is, I feel a lot safer knowing that there's a little mediocre of people watching. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's rare. Australia is actually quite different to the rest of the world when it comes to spying due to our attitude about spying. Well, that's also because we don't really have as much crime as the rest of the world. Well, let's have a little talk about that. Okay. You're listening to I Spy, the poorly written legislation of Australian intelligence. It's cool if I just sort of like say, you know, and, you know, we're going to do stuff Stuff works, stuff, I think. Yeah, stuff. stuff. Yeah, and stuff. Someone will sign off on stuff. Hello and welcome to I Spied. My name is Michelle Stevenson. I'm here with David Callan. And I have to say, I have no idea what we're talking about. I was not let in on the brief on this one. No, no, no. This one is literally coming out the left side of my brain. Which I'm really worried about. Yeah, good luck, everyone. Strap <laughs> yeah, in. This could yeah. get really weird. Doing what I'd normally do, which is basically trolling Reddit and following lots of different threads to <laughs> do with intelligence. because You were QAnon. Yeah, I am QAnon. Sorry, guys. It was just it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. It was and just, just an impro that went out of control. It was out of control. Right, there are a couple of really good threads on places like Reddit, Twitter, yep. things like that, yep. where you can pick up great articles. Yeah. And there was one that popped up. Now, admittedly, it's not a recent article. It's an old article. It's from the Lowy Institute, and mm. it's called Why Australians Are Cool With Spying. Okay. Because we are seriously cool with it. Like, cooler than any other country in the like world. Like, as in we we like it? We don't care. Oh. Here's some statistics. The majority of Australians believe it's cool for us to spy on China. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Right, you know. I think 60, the rest of the world thinks that. 65% of us are happy with that. Indonesia, 62%. Well, mm. they're our neighbour, but they're also our friend. Yeah. And that's a really complicated issue. Is Timor, 60%. Until I think the whole Bernard Collieri witness gay thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Japan, 58%. France, 53%. Even New Zealand. We're happy to spy on New Zealand. Half of the country is like, New Zealand? Yeah, let's check it out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, okay, cool. Yep. Well, well, we will. Here's the thing we spy. On everyone. Everyone spies on everyone. There's yeah, a makes sense. case that just came out where it turns out that the Danes were helping the Americans spy on Angela Merkel. Right. And Angela Merkel in Germany has gone, I beg your pardon. Mm. Well, actually, I meant, excuse moi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's very French. No, anyway. no I was going to say. Was like- <laughs> Was ist das? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can see where we're headed. This, this is, is this is going to be just chaotic, it's isn't gonna it? It's going to get messy. So- the thing is, we do that as well. Yeah. We actually had a major issue with Indonesia with the last president, Yudhiyono, not Yoko, Yudhiyono. <laughs> Yudhiyono, yes. Uh, Yudhiyono. We tapped his mobile phone. And, and he didn't wife, like it. And he did not like it. Well, I mean, no one would, especially if you're the head of state for no. that country. But the thing is, we do this a lot. I yeah. mean, Tony Abbott at the time. But we wouldn't, to be fair, we wouldn't tap, you know, President Biden. Wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, Why pre- would, here's I'm question. pretty sure that might cause a little bit of a rift if that was to happen. Only if you get caught. caught. Right? Which you would. Keep, well, would you? I don't know. Right? We okay. don't know. I mean, okay. admittedly, okay. The, the Indonesians figured out that we were doing it, so chances are. Chances are we're not very good at it. But well, we can be. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. just we're not. Not. Um, <laughs> okay. So frustrating. Yeah. Right? So there's all this 
allies spy on each yep. other as much as we spy on enemies. That's the go-to. But we're very cool with it. Australia is very cool with it for a couple of reasons. One, we are sort of in the cool kids club in the, yep. we're in the, the Western section. We're in the Five Eyes intelligence circle. We're in the G20. We're at the top end of the world government's cup. Yep. The other thing is we're on our own down here. We're a very Anglo-Saxon country living in pretty much what is Asia, right? Yep. We're surrounded by Asia. And to be perfectly honest, Asia is on the ascendancy. As much as everyone's like going, America is still strong. Yes, America is still strong militarily, but economically it's weakening. Yep. And China is on the rise. Thailand's on the rise. South Korea, all of these countries are on the rise and we're right underneath it all. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to be comfortable with spying because we've got to look out for ourselves. So there's that. Now, here's the thing, though. We're now spying on ourselves. Now, how comfortable are you with the government that spies on you? Oh, no, I don't like it. No. We- because it, because they're not really doing – they're doing it for their own selfish purposes. They're not really doing it to maintain law and order. Ah, now that's a really interesting point because – is that really the reason why they're spying on us? Why else would they be doing well, that? Well, you're going to spy on Australians quite simply because there is a suspect that the Australian you're spying on is doing something wrong. Well, yeah, like it, it depends why when you say government, do you yeah. mean government or do you mean police? I mean government because ASIO is not police. ASIO is government. Right. But here's the great thing. There okay. is a little legislation that's currently going through Parliament that nobody seems to be talking about. It's called the Surveillance Legislation Amendment Brackets Identify and Disrupt Close Brackets Bill 2020. Okay, and what is that about? Right, okay. So there are three different warrants that can be given to the Australian Crime Intelligence Commission, I think it is, or Investigation Commission, and the AFP. Yeah. Three different ones, a disruption warrant, an activity warrant, and a takeover warrant. Great. Right. How do you feel so far about this little legislation? I think it's great. All right. The first one is the disruption warrant. Okay. Is to, and I quote, prevent continuation of criminal activity by participants and be the safest and most expedient option where those participants are in unknown locations or acting under anonymous or false identities. So that's a way of basically going in and disrupting what could be a potential online operation. Right. As they put it in the actual prelude to the bill, the subtitle, whatever it is, it's to stop kitty fiddlers. Basically, they've said it's child protection to stop child pornography. Yeah, which is, you know, this is a massive thing at the moment. It is, right. And people smuggling. So they've sort of gone, it's all about this. But the problem is just because a chisel is made to work on a piece of wood doesn't mean you can't stab one in the back of the head with it. So the other one is the activity warrant, which is to collect intelligence from devices used or likely to be used, the subject of that warrant. Now that you can't have likely to be used because then you can just throw out any excuse to do any old thing. Oh, we're getting there. You're really it's like it. the minority report where you arrest someone before they committed the crime because apparently they already committed the crime in the future. Yes. And, <laughs> like, and then you have Max von And that von never Sydow. worked out for Tom Cruise. <laughs> and Max von Sydow was gaming the system and we yeah. can't have that. Yeah. And the final one is the takeover warrant where it allows agencies to actually take over the online account of the subject of the warrant for the purposes of locking that person out. Well. Ah, now here's uh, the thing. Not only can they remove information, like they can delete Okay, this is bad. Okay, now, now I'm thinking about it, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a good one. Basically what it does is this allows people to, if the police want to, they can get a warrant and go in and take a computer out yeah. of the room. But the thing is, if that's a, if it's a server being used by multiple people, so if it's a server- You don't being, have access to the iCloud. 
Well, yeah, A, you lose your access. But B, what if you're using the same server that their target is using? Yeah, right. They take the server, they get your information as well. Right. So the big scary thing with this legislation is are they just going to be hoovering up data that they shouldn't have? Yeah, exactly. Now, with ASIO, the interesting thing was with things like telephone intercepts, mail intercepts, any kind of intercept, Yep. you would always gather information that you don't need. Yes. You just get rid of it. You don't, yeah, you don't look like, at it. Pay it no mind. Literally, you look at it and go, this has got nothing to do yep. with the case. Delete. Understood. Right. Now, this thing is basically there's nothing in the legislation yeah. that says you need to delete it. Yeah. So literally, you can get picked up for something that wasn't on the warrant. I mean, admittedly, if you're doing something wrong, that's that's the, the old defence is, well, if you haven't done anything wrong, what are you worried about? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure everyone has done something wrong. Well, <laughs> like... It comes down to the big buzzword that everyone keeps forgetting about privacy. Yeah, well, I think privacy is also important. Yes, because you know what? Doing certain things may be unethical, yep. may be immoral, yep. but it doesn't make it illegal. Exactly. Right? So if, say, I was having an affair and I was an idiot and recorded that and put it up to the cloud, because, man, the chances of me ever having an affair, oh. I would record it and put it up to the cloud. Just I go, have a I friend I have a friend who actually doesn't have – you know how you have an iMessage on iPhones? Mm. She switches her iMessage off because it collect, all collects in the, the data in the cloud. And yes. so she is so paranoid that she will only do everything without the iMessage, which is really annoying when you're doing group chats. People understand what I'm talking about now because if you do a group chat, and someone doesn't have iMessage, it just separates the group chat. So yeah. it's not, not really good. Now, here's the thing about that. That's a really interesting point because it's, they basically said that, say, you're in a WhatsApp group. This yeah. person is in a WhatsApp group. So we're going to crack his WhatsApp account. Well, we've not only got that group that he's talking to yeah. on WhatsApp that we're interested in, we've got everybody yes. else that he's talking Which to. Which is why people now have switched to Signal. And Signal oh. is it basically you set your chats to disappear. So they all disappear after a certain amount of time. Uh, can I tell you something about that? Yeah. yeah I really don't believe it's going to make it disappear. It does. Uh, it disappears I, off your phone. Off your phone? Yes. Is it going to disappear out of the server? No, but I think the more impo- I think the more important thing is if someone grabs your phone and you're having a conversation with someone else, it means that person will no longer have access to that information. Yes, but if I'm a government department or but agency- it's encrypted, so it's all like turning over. Yeah, it doesn't help. All encrypted, right, right. But this is why the government wanted access to WhatsApp because it's all encrypted and they can't. Exactly. But yes. the thing is, I think that those sort of encryptions. Yeah. You know, ultimately, if our government can't figure out the encryption on WhatsApp, I'm kind of worried. No, about but I think that. they can't. They're not allowed to because isn't it? Because it's owned by Facebook. Mm, well, that's proprietary technology. Yes. But that doesn't mean. But to say that, I could say, well, I've got a criminal ring and I've developed my own software. You're not allowed to crack that software because it's, it's proprietary. But wasn't that the whole thing about the our government getting really upset with Facebook because they wouldn't allow access to WhatsApp? Yeah. Look, yep. I think you'd find behind closed doors that they would still be looking at WhatsApp going, can someone crack this, please? Right. I mean, that was well, that's a, good to know. There was that interesting case with- uh, So all those drug dealers are, co- are now deleting WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> go to Signal. Hang on, let's sort of blow up the server. <laughs> let's go deep, dark, dark web, dark web. Yes. You know, I'm going to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. The carrier pigeon is going to have a huge comeback. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. The, the, no, the, the, the Dropbox. <laughs> no, I just like to hear, I got a message. <laughs> Read it. Yeah. Put it back on the leg, throw it out the window. Yep. So this is the thing. We've got this new piece of legislation coming yep. through. Now, it's a kind of scary piece of legislation, but they've looked at the legislation we've got in place at the moment. Mm. Things like the ASIO Act, the Telephone Intercept and Access Act, all yeah. these different acts. A lot of it you can't use to intercept for things like cyber. 
Now, we've, we talked to Jason Brown about yeah. cyber security, but what's really interesting now is watching the government try to legislate that, yeah. and it's incredibly unwieldy because the other thing they've got a real problem with is we just cannot keep up with the technology. No, I mean, we find it difficult to legislate anything that is technologically based, yes. to be honest. Yeah. But the thing because is- Because a lot of times we have to rely on those companies themselves to self-police. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of effort on Facebook. There's a lot of push on you know Twitter. And even YouTube, there's a lot of push mm. on these companies to start self-policing and self-checking. Well, that was the the whole thing with YouTube algorithms is if you start looking at one certain subject, yes. it's going to keep throwing that subject at you. So yes. if you start looking at right-wing extremism, it's going to keep it throwing It never gives you the counterbalance. And yep. they discovered that and they got real heat for it. And so then they started changing the algorithm. But then they also started pulling people off YouTube, like taking them off their YouTube accounts. Well, the they did that. Facebook that- did it as well, didn't yeah. Was it with Pete Evans? Facebook has done it, yeah, and also Facebook has also done it with the Australian politician as well. Craig Kelly. Craig Kelly. That's right. So he's been pulled off as well. And, like, look, they – Facebook's in a bit of trouble because Facebook has their own off-site group that basically they were tasked with looking over the Donald Trump case yeah. and coming up with a solution for whether Donald Trump should get his Facebook status mm. back or not. And then this group that Facebook created to kind of be the arbitrage of this kind yep. of came back and said, it's not our job, it's Facebook's job to do this. So like then <laughs> threw it back at them. So Facebook is kind of like in this weird tussle within itself as to how they can police a lot of this stuff, who exactly. has access. Because a yep. lot of people believe everyone should have access to the internet, it's free speech, but then then Facebook is also a private entity. So yes. They- well, but here we come into this really strange dichotomy we've got is we've got these private entities yep. like Facebook, Twitter, I think Instagram is Facebook. I mean, Facebook owns so much of it. Google owns so yeah. much of it. They all own these these huge conglomerates that literally have the power. They, they're literally kind of like online governments. Well, Amazon, Amazon's the one that um, everyone's really freaking out about because Amazon makes so much money now oh, yeah. that they're just buying. They've just bought a- a- MGM, like the back catalogue. Yep. They own Prime, Amazon. They just own so much that they're taking over pretty much the world when it yeah, comes to and, what and they it own. becomes that sort of thing with like, you know, we've got governments. Now, you know, I don't know how much Amazon make a year, probably about as much as a small nation. Well, he makes something like, I think during the during COVID, he was making it was in the billions a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was it was it was fucking nuts. Yeah. Like yeah. insane. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the same sort of money that we're making on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I am just sitting back on my piles of money right now. Yes, that's right. In fact, you know, my helicopter dropped me off this morning. Damn, I I wish I'd learned coding when I was at school. Um, Anyway, this is the thing, though, right? Yep. Australians are quite sanguine about this. Yeah. We're not actually, we're not really disturbed by it. I mean, there are elements in the society that are very much like going, no, no, this is terrible and it can't happen. Unfortunately, a lot of those people seem to be going, and we're going to get there's a microchip in the vaccine that they're going to give you for COVID. Yeah, I can't wait to get my microchip. I actually got my microchip in yeah. um, on Friday. I I'm got ho- my first microchip I'm and the hoping. first thing I got was an, <laughs> a, like a little message scrolling across my vision saying, you know, can you please plug yourself in and make sure you're Great. hooked up to Wi-Fi when you go to bed tonight so we can <laughs> download Windows. Well, I mean, for me, I, I just can't wait to have better 5G. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I've got to be honest, the, the big side effect you've got to be careful of with the new COVID vaccine is it automatically downloads the latest U2 album and it's really driving me nuts. <laughs> Because no one needs to hear that. So we're very sanguine about this. Yes. Right? And and it's also, I think it comes down to the fact that Australians are very politically laconic. 
Yes, we are. Laconic. We kind of, I think because we've never really, and we've spoken about this before, we've never really had to struggle about anything. There's no fight in the average Australian. They're just kind of like. There is a lot of fight in the average Australian. It's just we don't want to do it here. We'd much rather go overseas (laughs) and fight there. No, but I mean like when it comes to policy and, you know, we're kind of very like laissez-faire about what is going on around us. Exactly. right. And the the, the problem with that is is then you can have things that can take advantage of it. Oh, 100%. And case in point, what you're talking about, yeah. Now, to be perfectly honest, on the face of it, it's actually – pretty clever the yeah. way it works. It's a very smart way of doing it. It's just the wording is so amorphous. It's so vague. The way well, they, they, go- they It's intentionally vague though. Yeah. They do that intentionally because then they'll just scoot it through and then they can do whatever the fuck they want with it. Exactly. And, and it all comes down to who oh, is- Because it's open to interpretation. Who is wielding the object. Yes. All right. So it would have been Peter Dutton, but- Unfortunately, oh, sad face. he went to defence. Oh, and so sad. he's just standing there at Russell Hill screaming at the Chinese. <laughs> yeah. But now, I mean, the thing that is scary is the person who now, if this goes through, will have control of it is Stuart Roberts, which is just- That's great. Because he is so trustworthy. That's just what you want controlling your yep. sort of like your internal politics is basically a goblin from Gringotts Bank. Um, okay. I, look, I don't even know what you're talking about. But yes, okay. Just look up Gringotts Bank, okay. a, a go- Gringotts goblin, and then- and look at a photo of him. No, I'll just as, as soon as I get that that vaccination, I'll I'll make sure to. It will just download. Download. Okay, cool. <laughs> just put it in your search <laughs> yeah, criteria. Yeah, great. So look, this is the thing: is it, Australians are very laconic about it, yes. and very laid back. So you know, when we again we talked about Mike Burgess's speech and how he said, "Yeah, mm. we found a nest of spies." The press went, "Ooh, nest of spies, nest of spies." This is because spies. everyone likes to think that it like it's a James Bond movie and it's happening yeah. here. And also, we get excited that people care about us. Yes, because no one really cares about us. That's the real reason why we don't have a vaccine. But as we said last <laughs> week, it's you know that they cared so much about us that they pretty much owned us for about two decades. Yeah. So yeah. the whole thing is, it's like we're very laconic about it, very laid back. Like in yeah. America, when America found out that Angela Merkel's phone had been bugged by the Danes on behalf half of the Americans, America was shocked. Yeah, outrage. How dare you? No, how dare you? Yeah. What the hell? They were very, very angry about it because yeah. that's our ally. Yeah. Right? But the thing is, you will bug your allies. Because you because your allies might not always be your allies. Well, yeah. Keep your, your, your friends close. Close to your, your enemies, enemies closer. closer. But with this, what's really interesting about it, and it it's kind of what's going on in intelligence around the world right yeah. now, is it is becoming more and more a free-for-all. It's every man for himself. And, like, when you look at – the interesting thing is when you look at Eastern Europe, what's going on with Russia and the yeah. Ukraine, Russia has suddenly just, like, gone, you know what? Let's see how far we can push by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of really interesting things have happened recently. One was there was an armory in Czechoslovakia that just unexplainedly blew up. Great. It exploded. All of those weapons – were meant to be sent to the Ukraine. The Ukraine had bought them when they were being shipped there to protect themselves from the Russians yep. that were coming over the border. Funnily enough, the head of the GRU, which is military intelligence, the general in head of that section mm. that takes care of overseas operations, just happened to be in Czechoslovakia that day. It's like, you know, there's a lot of really intense sort of Cold War, hot war activity yep. going on. Europe's getting very, very, very teetery and crazy. Of course, we've got the tensions in the South China Sea. and But America seems to have petered out finally, which is nice. Well, Bill, you know, Joe Biden's <laughs> basically gone, all right, let's just shut the windows, close the curtains and well, clean the house. I also feel like Joe Biden is just making sense. He's just stopped talking. He's not really talking to the media. He's just doing. Well, that's the thing. The really smart thing about Biden is he's, yep. we've, you've just had four years of all talk, no action. Now you're getting nothing but action and no talk. And what's fascinating about it is 
is he's literally like going, no, we're going to clean our country yeah. first and then we're going to take care of the rest of the world, which I think is sensible. Yeah, 100%. It's a very sensible way to do it. So bottom line is yep. we're all fairly lax and cool we are. about this. So what do we need to be doing? We need to be paying more attention to we these need to be paying sneaky more little policies that are getting passed through. You know, if this does concern you, and it should, you mm. should contact your local member and go, what the hell do? Well, but I don't, I don't think it's just this. I think we we just need to pay more attention to a lot of this stuff that is getting put before Parliament. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is um, Dennis Richardson, former ASIO Director General, former Deputy Secretary of mm. Defence, I think he was, or Secretary of Defence, he's just done a, a huge review that took for – it was 1,300 pages yep. of review. It's this massive review on in, intelligence and telephone intercept and all that sort of stuff. The recommendations that are coming out of this thing are massive and very far-reaching. Like he's basically said that we've got to take the Telephone Intercept Act, we've got to take the Surveillance Act, we've got to take the ASIO Act and we've got to jury-rig them so the three of them work together because they don't. The problem is everything's been moving so fast that we're actually kind of like sitting here going, we've got all these moving pieces and we don't know what to do with Yeah. So essentially pay attention, Yeah. look up. Every now and then if you see something about surveillance, have a little read because it could be about you. <laughs> well, I hope it's not about me. Yeah, well, I'd look, because you're on this podcast, it probably is. So when it comes to the, this kind of things getting passed through, what about ASIO? Like what what's their involvement? Well, ASIO's involvement is that they actually don't have a lot to do with this because it's gauged for criminal activity. Yeah. But it will probably go into things like the AFP and ASIO do tend to overlap, particularly in interception sort of material like Mm -hmm. surveillance, in that AFP use it for criminal, ASIO use it for national security. And occasionally those things blend because, you know, a right-wing extremist group or an Islamic terrorist group, that's criminal as well as being national security. So they tend to overlap. There is a bit of dovetailing with the work. The thing is with ASIO, they're probably not going to need this act. They don't, right. they, they're not going to use it because ASIO don't necessarily want to go in and disrupt an organisation. They just want to garner the intelligence out of it. Right. But there could come a time, particularly with cybersecurity, there could come a time where ASIO becomes more proactive in that sphere and goes, well, if we can actually get into this system now and, and break it, we can slow these guys down or even stop them before they actually activate. The problem is it's that idea and it's that phrase of looking at, devices used or are likely to, to be, be used. used. Yep. That suddenly becomes, yeah, as you said, it's a very minority report moment. Yeah, it's where you messy. Go, Hang on, how do you... Cause, how do you decide, how do you discern what, is, what might be used? Well, that's, so, that you know comes what I mean? down to really good intelligence analysis, really good anal- analysts, really good investigators doing their job. But then if this is not being used by ASIO, then, you know, that's when I start having a real problem. Well, AFP do have really good analysts and really good investigators. I mean, it's a police force, so they do have that sort of capability. But it's when you get somebody who goes... I can use, use that information to get yep. something I want. Right. Yep. So, it, you know, corruption, unfortunately, it exists and it exists at all levels of government. So there is that problem that somebody who is corrupt can use this to their own advantage. Or, I mean, there is the, the, the really scary thing where somebody uses it as a political tool, something you use as a code or a whip politically. So there is that fascinating sort of facet of these yep. things where it's like it's just a badly written piece of legislation. Great. Well, it's exciting. So we'll uh, look forward to seeing that pass through Parliament. Uh, Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, One Nation. Great.